So today we have a presentation by Dr. Katherine Meeker, a mathematical statistician at the FDA. All set? Mm -hmm. You can start. Okay. So uh, my name is Kate Meeker. I'm a statistician, as, as Sarah just said. And um, I really love my job. So I'm happy to talk to kids your age to consider it as a career. When I was a kid your age, I didn't even know what a statistician was. So the U.S. World News and World Reports puts out a, a survey every year of um, ranking jobs, and it's based on job satisfaction, availability, pay, quality of life, work-life balance, um, opportunities for advancement. And in that job ranking, um, statistician is number one for all business fields. It's number two among non-medical STEM fields, and it's number six ranked out of all the jobs. So not only do I really like my job, but most statisticians really like their job. And I have to say that it, it scores well for me on all those accounts. Um, good work-life balance, good pay, good security. Um, so I hope that has piqued your interest. So what do we do? Uh, like we use data to answer research questions. And the goal is to make decisions. And what, one of the things I really appreciate is that we are solving real-world problems. And statistics and statisticians can solve problems in a wide variety of fields. So I'm going to talk about some of those that are in the news. And if you have questions about any other kind of fields, uh, I'll gladly answer those at the end if I can. So first, obviously big in the news is climate change. All weather data, so temperatures for over 100 years, things like temperatures and rainfall have been recorded different places all over the world. And today, there's a, probably millions of data points regarding weather, ocean temperatures, winds, being collected every day all around the, the globe. So what statistical modeling does is, is take all those data points and it includes both the spatial reference, where it's going on in the globe, and the time reference for is the data from 10 years ago or 100 years ago. And it models, statistical models create the predictions, whether it's predicting if it's going to rain tonight or if it's going to, how hot it's going to be tomorrow or how many hurricanes we might have this summer or what is the impact of global change likely to be. All of those models use statistical methodology. Another big topic in the news related, uh, environmental science. So we know that um, ocean, uh, plastic that goes into the waste, some of it ends up in the ocean. The, um, the giant waste islands in the Pacific Ocean that are made up of the plastic never quite dissolves, and it's bad for ocean life. All right, so we know these, this problem exists. We know one of the sources for plastic getting into the ocean is drinks sold in individual plastic bottles. So 
whether you're an environmental science, you are environmental scientists, oceanographers, they want to be able to solve this problem. So you have to look at the whole relationship between where the plastic starts and where it's ending up. So one of the things that can impact that is recycling, obviously. So part of the relationship is how much is the public recycling to keep the, the plastic out of the ocean? So each of these, what I've described, shown as, as cogs in the puzzle here, there's a relationship between each of those parts. And whether you are someone who's uh, perhaps an environmentalist trying to reduce the, the amount of drinks that people buy in single plastic bottles, you're trying to encourage people to use their own uh, their own plastic bottles like I do, or perhaps you're working in the government looking at would regulation change the amount of plastic that goes into the into the waste system. Maybe you're an environmental activist looking at how do you get the public more involved in recycling. And I have to say, I visit family in Ohio, and I find it hard to believe that recycling is not an everyday part of their life. Um, and it's, it's hard to believe, but it's simply that it's not, the public participation is very low there. So these are all different, different people, different reasons, different fields looking at the same problem. But all of those parts are, and all of those decisions use statistics to try to solve this overall problem of keeping plastics out of the ocean. Okay, everything on our phones. Um, all the apps that are on our phones, they're all free apps, but the real goal is to get people to spend money. Believe me, I used to be in marketing. The whole goal is to get people to spend money. The way that, that statistics is used is to look at how, what correlates. If you watch, if you're watching videos about anime, the ads that are going to show up on that app or any of your other apps are going to be merchandise, clothing that would appeal to people who like anime. Somebody who's watching basketball videos is going to get ads for clothing, merchandise, deals that might appeal to basketball fans. All of the information that is, and whether it's like Alexa in your home or Google Maps, or if you have location enabled on Snapchat, all of that information is all being combined together and statistical models are being used to, to decide what correlates with what and what ads we should show you, or the, the marketers should show you. But the goal is really to get you to click on one of those ads and actually buy something. So while you're enjoying all the free kitty videos that are on the internet, you're also being shown ads for toys to play with your kittens, hoping that sooner or later you're gonna click on that ad and buy cat toys that you otherwise would not buy. And lastly, the field that I work in, uh, I work at the Food and Drug Administration, and I review 
um, drug products before they're allowed to go on the market. So I work with doctors and chemists and pharmacists because there's a whole lot of questions that we need to be able to answer before a company can sell their product to anyone in the United States. So really, my job is to make sure that any product that's, any drug product sold in the United States has proven that it's safe and effective before anybody uh, takes it. So we look at, the research questions we look at are, does it work? Does it, does it solve the symptoms that it says it's supposed to solve? Uh, do we know what the risks are? And can we minimize the risk? And lastly, can patients take it safely? Can patients understand what it means to take one pill or can they measure 10 milliliters? Um, so these are all the questions that, the research questions that, that the scientists that I work with at the FDA are trying to answer. One of the things we do is we uh, work with the companies to plan their studies ahead of time to be sure we get all the answers we need. And this is what is happening right now with COVID vaccines. You've heard that there's a company in the United States that, that has a potential vaccine. Uh, I just saw a couple days ago that there's, um, in Britain, they have a possible vaccine in development. So, so far, those vaccines have gotten through the first stage. Um, it, it seems to respond in the body as as we hope it would, it needs to go through several other stages to prove that it it works in everyone, that it can be produced uh, so that it's consistent, so that everyone's getting the same thing that, that they expect. We need to be able to look at the risks. So the questions that I'm working with doctors and scientists about drug products other statisticians and scientists are working, doing the same thing for the um, vaccine for COVID right now. So um, those are four, <coughs> pardon, need a drink. Those are four real life in the news right now problems that um, statisticians are working with, working on to solve real world problems. Um, and that's true in many, many different fields. Um, whether it's uh, physical and life sciences, like biology, uh, environment, business, trying to sell you kitten toys, government or public administration, that would be, you know, do we need to regulate um, plastic bottles or regulate um, you know, uh, regulate recycling, um, or even now, how do we open the schools? Um, you've got to look at the risks. And so uh, engineering is, you know, building buildings. You've, you've got to study the materials. And so there's research questions about how to, about, the right way to engineer, whether it's cars or buildings or whatever, to make sure that it's the end product's going to work the way that it needs to work. So medicine, I already mentioned, education, 
I'm sure you've all taken standardized tests at some point in your life. Statisticians uh, develop and analyze those and many other things. Energy production, agriculture. Agriculture is one of the first fields where statisticians played a big role. So almost any field of interest that you have, there's going to be statisticians involved. Um, or it's an opportunity for if you're interested in both math and other fields, it's an, it's an opportunity. There's a wide variety of opportunities for statisticians. Um, positives of being a statistician, all right? As I just said, you can work in many different fields. So it's a flexible career. Um, I always feel like I'm making a worthwhile contribution to research. And it's probably because many of the fields that, that are available are real-world problems being solved right now. I have a variety of daily activities. Sometimes I'm writing. Sometimes I'm doing computer programming, data analysis. Sometimes I'm meeting in small groups um, to address specific issues. And occasionally I present to large audiences. Um, low physical demands, it's all office work, computer work, uh, good salary and benefits, and um, and not like, this is my commentary, it's not likely to be replaced by robots. 